This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the Certified Marketing Manager Program from Duct Tape Marketing, an innovative training program that gets you a marketing action plan and your in-house team developed. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance and my guest today, I actually have two guests today, Clem Huffman and Alexa Arciero with South City Print in Charlotte, North Carolina. So Clem and Alexa, thanks for joining me. Hi, thank you. Thank you. So Clem, I'm going to start with you. Uh, you founded this business in 1988. Uh, lots changed in the printing business, hasn't it? John, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So I'm guessing you, you were making you were making plates and and slapping ink on and everything, weren't you? A lot of copies, a lot of plates. You're right. A lot of uh, masking, uh, but yeah, it's changed a ton. Yeah. So so we're going to talk about some of those changes because uh, some of that came about from you. Uh, probably in some ways, uh, the reason you brought Alexa on is you guys are now doing more than just print. Um, so Alexa, you're did I get this right? You are a recent, very recent grad of UNC. Yes, I am. I graduated from UNC Chapel Hill's uh, media and journalism school this past May. Yeah. So I get to ask you, how is the real world different than what they <laughs> teach you about marketing in school? Yeah. Well, it's actually kind of funny. I didn't uh, fully study marketing in school. Yeah. I studied advertising and PR, um, which, as you know, is um, large branches of marketing. So yeah. um it's definitely interesting. It's it's been a great experience working, you know, here at South City Print and getting to implement marketing and utilize advertising and PR and just uh, all those things outside of uh, a school setting <laughs> and actually well, make a great impact. I was going to say, I think the thing that's so hard to replicate, of course, in an, in an academic setting is that, you know, that customer that walks in the door and, mm -hmm. you know, you're 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 not just studying, you know, what what they care about. I mean, you're talking mm -hmm. to them, you're you're feeling yeah. what they're what they're uh, you know needing and wanting. And, and I think that that that's the part that you you know, it's it's like trying to you know, replicate stuff in a laboratory. You just really right. can't do it, can you? It's it's a lot more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. getting to Do it. <laughs> So, so printing is a very visual business, obviously. Um, you know, the, it's, it's amazing how, you know, ink on paper looks different than on a screen, you know, looks different than on a camera, you know, on a phone and whatnot. Um, has, has, you know, all of the shift to the virtual world, you know, made, uh, you know, the case for a printing business harder? And I, I'll throw that to either one of you. I, I think it is harder. Um, um, certainly, uh, in the last recession, there were there was a lot of migration to the uh, e uh, electronic sure. uh, techniques for communicating. Um, I think now there there are a lot of there's a lot of data that suggests that uh, uh, tangible uh, yeah. documents, a postcard, to use a, uh, the simplest example, uh, has a lot more power. Than it did. It's it does get delivered. The post office is pretty good at delivering, and uh, it 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 if it's good, it'll be retained. If it's good, it'll be used. Yeah. We've kind of connected the the tangible direct mail with uh, some some uh, digital advertising uh, through a partnership we've joined, and we we feel pretty good about the ability to multi touch. Yeah. 
So, so, Lex, I'll throw it to you. I'm a customer mm-hmm. who walked in the door, and I'll just let's just say I'm a millennial, and I walked in the door, and I said, you know, I'll just text you this stuff. I mean, why would I need? I mean, what's how, how do you make the case for just what Clem talked about the multi-touch, the multi, you know, uh, mediums? I mean, how how do you make the case for direct mail or for a print brochure these days? Yeah, well, something that Clem and I talk about a lot um, is how. I think some people might misunderstand the impact that direct mail and, you know, more traditional forms of marketing actually have um, on business efforts. So, for example, millennials uh, actually are one of the um, biggest, I guess, demographics that benefit from and enjoy receiving direct mail. So uh, I think it's the data is behind uh, yeah. utilizing direct mail and more traditional forms of print marketing. So that's where it, it, it's the data speaks for itself. And also um, I think because more digital or straightforward forms of marketing are popular right now, it's a great way for businesses to stand out by using um, print and direct mail. It's interesting. I, I, you know, we are recording this. We're six months into the global pandemic that is, you know, kind of ha- has everybody rethinking everything, I think. But um, in terms of marketing, and you may not have, this may just be anecdotal <laughs> feeling, mm-hmm. but do you feel that there's a sort of a, a nostalgia almost um, in terms of, of wanting some of what we might have called a few years ago, old school marketing? Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually kind of funny. A lot of the, a lot of them, uh, research I've been doing or just articles I've been reading from other marketers or people in the print direct mail industry points to that, that yeah. uh, it seems that a lot of consumers and just people at home right now are liking those kind of personalized touches that are different from just seeing continuous ads on your cell phone. Well, and I, and I just from a personal standpoint, you know, I, because I do so much banking electronically and all those kinds of things, I mean, I, a good week, I might get four or five pieces of mail now mm-hmm. you know, to, to my business. And so yeah. it, it's certainly a place to stand out now, isn't it? For sure. For sure. So, Alexa, you just... To, uh, we we uh, talk a lot about digital fatigue. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and you don't see a lot of mailbox fatigue <laughs> other than political ads right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so Alexa, you just completed a training program with Duct Tape Marketing to to uh, create or help you uh, facilitate creating a marketing action plan for the business. Um, you mm-hmm. want to describe how how that worked for people that are listening? What what you did? What you participated in? Yeah, so it was a six week program, and I got to work um, both through the help of um, a consultant. Her name is Sarah. And with and alone on this training program um, that was online. So it's six weeks long, like I said, but you basically go through a portal and um, there's six modules set up for each week that, um, you know, I'm tasked with to complete. So it might be doing research, auditing our current efforts, et cetera. Um, But along the way, I was able to have communication with the consultant, Sarah, and she was helped me with every email question I had, um, you know, just keeping up with me both on her end and responding to me. And then, um, you know, there's a halfway point, three weeks in where we kind of go over things, see how we're doing. And then 
all leading up to a final presentation at the final six week mark where I presented both to my uh, consultant and to my boss Clem here um, to see, you know, what we all, what I had created and what we'd all been seeing over the past six weeks as a final result to then actually use as a final plan. So, so, so Clem, you obviously played a role in making the decision on, uh, on enrolling Alexa in this. Uh, do you, do you recall what kind of attracted you to the idea? Well, John, you probably know, you probably, we've talked before. I am a, yeah. I've been a long time fan of duct tape marketing, a yeah. long time fan. And when I saw this opportunity to uh, be a part of your beta program, it didn't take me but about three minutes to, to apply. And I was thrilled that we were accepted. And so, uh, Sarah's guidance has been wonderful. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, 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 Alexa, let me ask you what. What can you identify kind of maybe what was the biggest takeaway for you in, in doing this? Yeah, um, I guess biggest takeaway is, well, going into this program, what I'd been personally wanting out of it was to be able to have a cohesive plan, something right. that because, you know, prior to that, it had been kind of trying to have a strategy in mind, but more so just going off of tactics. So needing that kind of full picture, big picture idea to narrow down to strategy, then um, tactics, then the day by day. Um, So essentially wanting a calendar out of it. And that was what we got out of this was a calendar, um, a budget outline, uh, real strategies that are connected to what our goals are and, um, what we want to achieve over the next couple months and year. So that that's definitely what I got out of it was, okay, now I have a plan I can stick to and um, accomplish things. Is there any, were there any of the lessons or ideas that you struggled with that you thought, well, that's not what I learned in school or that that was different than what I thought? Um, that's a good question. I, I would say, I think what I struggled with a little bit was probably in the first half, um, kind of the SEO um, material, I'd been introduced actually in a deeper understanding of SEO with uh, starting here in June. So I had, um, you know, some basic understanding. And then I think uh, diving into that, that was, it was helpful in learning more but definitely pushed me to have to kind of find more avenues of understanding that and how it could help our business, I would say. Did did you find anything where you maybe have changed direction now um, where you've thought, oh, we need to rethink this or change this model or change our messaging? I mean, were there any big kind of things that you said, boy, we need to make this change? Yeah, um, I think one big thing is, you know, we've been talking about adding a blog, but after it, after this, I was like, we have to add a blog. It's not a... It's not a if fans or buts thing. We have yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that was definitely something that persuaded me to say this is we have to add this and it's a, a to do list right away kind of thing. Um, trying to think if there's anything else that changed my mind um, that I hadn't. I think 
you know, coming into the program, I was pretty open minded. So there wasn't anything I was dead set on that I said, I'm against this or for this. One thing I think also, in addition to the blog is Clem and I had prior to this been speaking about um, newsletters and how Mm -hmm. we, you know, we're not sure if we wanted to have a newsletter technically for our business to send out. And um, asking Sarah about that specifically, she was like, you know, you don't have to do that. It's something we recommend, but you can, you know, utilize it as an email that you just send out, you know, on a monthly basis kind of thing. So I think it opened my eyes to there's these things that might be recommended in marketing or might be popular that you can play around with and fit to the best that you want to use. So that was helpful for sure. And now let's uh, take a break uh, to hear from a sponsor. So why rent your marketing when you should own it? That's right, as a business, you need to build and grow, but you also need to build an internal marketing asset. At Duct Tape Marketing, we've created the Certified Marketing Manager Program where we can help you develop a marketing action plan and develop your in-house marketing team. That's right, grow your business and develop your team. It's an innovative training coaching consulting program that really gives you the best of both worlds. Check it out at ducttapemarketing.com slash certified marketing manager. I'm wondering if, you know, one of the things that we at least um, teach, uh, you know, not everybody uh, grabs on a hold of it is this idea of kind of narrowing who your ideal customer is. Did mm-hmm. you change your view? I mean, you're in almost a retail business, right? Somebody walks in the door and says, you know, I want to be your customer. I mean, you're, you may or may not have actually targeted them, but in terms of your marketing messaging, do you feel uh, you've gotten any narrower in, in who you're trying to at least reach? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely, that was another thing we'd been working on before this program was we had a long list of ideal clients. It was, um, you know, pretty much as a service, small business, we can cater to so many different um, people and, you know, different positions and different companies and different areas. We're able to do that. So narrowing that down, um, I think the ideal clients check, uh, what would you call it? Uh, not the checklist, but the ideal clients. Uh, oh, persona. Personas, the personas. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That worksheet, that um, that module itself was helpful to help us narrow down to what what can we focus on right now and what's going to actually be ideal for us too. Yeah. What do yeah. we actually, um, what clients benefit us and that we can benefit best. So yeah. that was that was definitely helpful to narrow that down in in a strategic way. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite things. A lot of times when people think about personas or ideal clients, they think about like you know. Who can we attract? You know, but I think a, a really healthy way to think about it is who can we help the most? Yeah. <laughs> because I think you know a lot of times that's you know that's where the real value is going to be. Um, and and there are, you know let's face it, I mean not everybody who maybe says they need a business card is going to be an ideal client for for you right. guys ultimately long term, right? Yeah. So so Clem, let me ask you from uh, from the owner standpoint. Um, do you feel differently? Do you feel more confident about your marketing? Um, I, I'd be curious if you feel like, hey, you know, especially since you you had an employee who went through it, who now then presented kind of back to you in a way, you know, a, a marketing plan that maybe you didn't have before. Does that does that add anything uh, to your feeling about um, not not just the program, but just to your your own marketing? Absolutely. Um, 
just starting with the core message. I, mm-hmm. I, we were, uh, if you would ask me my core message uh, of this business from one week to the other, it might change. And I think <laughs> that we've, we've become a lot clearer on that. Uh, Alexa's done a great job. The, the program's done a great job. And uh, um, I, I we, we did not have, a, as she has said, we did not have a, a clear marketing plan. Uh, the, the program, uh, the work that you guys put put into developing the program and then working with her, I, I, I think has been outstanding. So, so, so Alexa, you're not going to let him change the message once a week. Right now, are you? <laughs> no. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is a great thing is that we have a core message that we're happy with all together and say, this is it. We're going to move forward with this. All right. So what is the, what does the next six months look like then from you uh, with your plan then? Yeah, the next six months. Well, today kind of kicked it off today is, was a lot of website editing. So first things first is just making our website, you know, that's the bedrock of our company. So making that as, as great as it can possibly be based off of everything that I accumulated through the program. Um, Then, you know, after that is building our blog and um, some hub pages as, as we call it, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, getting, making sure that we have a lot of content out that pulls people to our website. Um, And, you know, key to both of those is SEO. So both of those are going to link to making our SEO as, um, you know, impactful as possible. Then after that, we'll move into strategizing for some paid ads and um, that will be in quarter one. So quarter four is all about website, content, SEO. Then we'll move on to, all right, how can we get some outbound marketing going? Yeah, that's a a really healthy way to look at it too because a lot of people want to jump into the paid stuff. But if you're driving people, say, to a website that maybe doesn't have, you Mm -hmm. know, the things that are going to convert them, then you're you're obviously not going to be as effective. So that it's a long-term approach, but it's definitely the right (laughs) approach. That's what's helpful about uh, having gone through this program was that's essentially what you want to do when you're, you know, I was like, I need a plan. I need something that we're going to go off of. But you also just want to get marketing. You just want to do it and take action. Um, So now it's able to say we are taking action and this is the best actions we can be taking. Um, And it'll lead us to be able to do that down the line, which is great. So one kind of final logistics question. I mean, how did you find the, cause you, you said it was a combination of coaching training as well as online lessons. Uh, did you feel like you were back in school or did you feel like it was, uh, was manageable? No, it was not at all. Like, you know, kind of what's going on. I feel like for students nowadays where they're sitting in a zoom class, just yeah. listening to stuff. It, it's not like that where and, and the modules aren't necessarily set up in this way where you're taking notes while sitting and uh, watching a video. It's it's more, you know, there's a preliminary video that walks you through kind of the overall idea of what you're going to be doing for that lesson. And then um, you have materials that you can either print or just, you know, type on a PDF um, and follow along. But it's really action. It's action based. So it's a lot of taking action, doing things. Um, and then having, I think having Sarah was what made it 
so much more beneficial than if it was just an online course because I personally need somebody to answer my many, many questions. Um, and I think that was the key aspect to it was I was able to say, okay, this lesson, you know, lay this out for me, but I'm, I'm confused on this, this, and this. I need some feedback before I move any further. And Sarah was so on the ball with answering questions that I was able to get through the course without delay, um, even with that one-on-one -on -one help. So, so the aspect of having a kind of a hybrid of coaching and mm -hmm. uh, and learning, you felt like uh, worked for you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Clem Alexa, I appreciate you taking a moment to kind of share your your experience. Uh, Clem, what does twenty twenty one look like? What's your outlook for twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty has been a challenge. So uh, it's been interesting. We've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, yes, um, I, I'm ready to quit learning. <laughs> about things, uh, but I, I'm excited about 2021. Uh, hopefully, um, business gets back to a little bit closer to to norm, uh, mm -hmm. to the norm we're used to, and we're I think we're poised to uh, um, begin doing the right things and not just haphazard things yeah. to uh, to grow our business. All right. So uh, tell people that are listening today, if, if they're in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, where should they go visit? Uh, um, not, not, I'm not talking about good places to eat. I'm talking about where should they go visit if they want to learn about South City Print. Come to South City Print. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just SouthCityPrint.com, right? Yep. yep. SouthCityPrint.com, right. Tyvola Road. Awesome. Charlotte, North Carolina. Appreciate, appreciate you taking the time to stop by the Duct Tape uh, podcast. And uh, hopefully uh, one of these days when, when people are out there traveling again, uh, I'll run into you on the road. Thank, Thank you. Best to you. Thanks.